Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Chakras and Cuss Words. Today is actually going to be a hybrid, (laughs) a combo uh, little podcast. It's going to be a COVID update, which I feel like I need to address because it's kind of been weighing on me and just kind of like uh, weighing on my soul and my spirit. And I feel like it's something that I need to address and something that I kind of want to talk about with you guys, especially right now. And um, then I'm also going to do a little intro of Sagittarius season and a little kind of rundown of what we can expect in this season of the Sag and give you guys um, some outlooks on it and just how it can be affecting some of us and um, some new, I guess we could say goals or moods or vibrations and energies that we can try to channel during this wonderful Sagittarius season. So let's first start with the COVID update. So I am, as you guys know, the ones who follow me know, I am an emergency room nurse um, in the San Joaquin County of California. We have now became um, a purple zone again as of last week, which basically means that um, there's new limitations uh, with the businesses. So we were starting to uh, integrate inside dining and the gyms opened back up for inside service with, of course, um, social distancing and limited capacity. Also, churches, I believe, were um, opening up for inside uh, services. I believe last week, um, Gavin Newsom's decided that, well, he didn't decide, they together uh, government officials and whoever and of course Gavin Newsom's uh, had a map that was color-coded on the COVID cases and I would say probably about two weeks before um, the ERs were busy they were steady but they weren't as busy as they are now I believe the combination of slowly opening up businesses, more family gatherings, and possibly schools slightly opening up and um, maybe Halloween played with that, you know, of course, cases have began to increase. So with that, The cases are increasing and we have now moved back up to the purple tier. So they decided to limit the the social uh, distancing with the restaurants and gyms and um, services. So in the start of the pandemic, I was very 
very, very nervous about, um, you know, going into establishments and stuff like that. And I'm here to tell you that um, I do think that COVID can be transmitted, of course, with gatherings of any sort. It could be transmitted through, you know, going to the gym, going to the restaurant. But most of the COVID cases are happening through family gatherings and also happening with social events and stuff like that. I feel that it's really unfair for some of the small businesses, especially the mom and pop shops and the restaurants and the gyms to have to kind of be shut down. I do understand about the bars. Um, (laughs) I know it seems kind of sad for the bar owners, but the thing is with the bars and the clubs and stuff like that. It is a gathering where alcohol is involved. You're more likely to not wear a mask. You're more likely to not be hand washing, having close contact with other people. And I can see how COVID could be um, transmitted and um, spread to each other. Here in California, we are busy. The emergency rooms are busy. Uh, We are at capacity and we are holding patients in the emergency room because we don't have anywhere to put them in the hospital. They don't have available beds. Yes, some of our patients with COVID are not doing good um, and are extremely sick and some have to be ventilated and intubated and um, transferred up to ICU. While we have some patients with COVID who do remarkably well and actually are just able to be discharged and have fever monitoring at home and told to come in if for any reason they notice that their oxygenation is dipping down, um, they should come back to the ER. And we give them um, pulse oximeters to take their... um, SpO2, which is their saturation of oxygenation um, at home and kind of monitor that. So definitely COVID does affect people differently. Um, Unfortunately, the high risk people tend to get way sicker than the ones who aren't high risk. And it happens to be the, um, the, the brown and black population, the African American and the Latin Uh, Hispanic population are having a hard time fighting off COVID, but I have seen it with the Caucasian uh, population too, as well, having a hard time fighting off COVID as well. I don't, you know, obviously it's because of risk factors, maybe some kind of social economic um, factors as well. Um, Maybe more um, of the Hispanic and Latin population is working um, in a more group setting where the other populations can, uh, like the Caucasian populations, can uh, social distance more or they have better safety measures or whatever. Their viral load seems to be um, less. So it's concerning because COVID is spreading and it's very, you know, upsetting because um, I know I feel as a registered nurse, I have been doing my part to try to decrease the numbers and try to inform my family that 
the only way that we're going to slow down this spread is through wearing our mask, washing our hands, and social distancing, and just being mindful of how we spend our time and how we um, encounter with the high-risk population. You can see that with the CDC that deaths have increased. It is not a hoax. (laughs) Um, What makes me very upset um, is when you have nurses or healthcare providers who don't back science. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you are an educated, research-based professional. That is how we work. Um, you know, they decide to debunk science um and say that mask wearing and washing hands and um put all this political garbage up that doesn't help with this crisis of a health crisis and continue to downplay covid for what it is apparently their emergency rooms might not be as busy Or they honestly think it is some kind of way for the government to skew all these numbers and somehow for corporations to make money, which corporations are going to make money regardless. The healthcare industry is going to make money regardless. The vaccination uh, company is going to make money regardless. Do we need a vaccine It seems like we do. Um, Do we need to just treat COVID like it is a complete hoax? No, we don't. COVID is serious and it is affecting people every day. Um, At first, I will be honest with you, I was very hesitant to probably getting the vaccination of COVID. And I don't want to get into this whole anti-vax thing. I'm going to do a podcast solely based on that. But I will tell you after this week and hearing people's stories of just families being separated, um, both parents having COVID, the kids are at home, Um, and now probably have COVID too by themselves, just, you know, the mom being in the hospital, nobody can visit them or the dad being in the hospital, nobody can visit them. Um, it's, it's upsetting because this isn't like the flu where it's just something that your body can tolerate as easy. A lot of people who I would say would probably be able to handle the flu just fine are not able to handle COVID. So for a medical professional or any medical professional to continue to downplay the severity of this disease, it's quite disgusting. And you should kind of be embarrassed to even call yourself a medical professional if you don't practice and agree with science, you need to question, are you in the right field? (laughs) And 
I would have to say after seeing this, I don't even want to mention her name, some nurse, some ER nurse, um, who posted saying that COVID is, you know, um, conspiracy. Um, and she sees that people are just trying to make money off of it, but then she plugs in, uh, you know, what she wants you to buy, you know, fig scrubs and buy her essential oils and blah, blah, blah. Who's the one who's really trying to make money? Who's the one who's trying to get notoriety? You know, it's like this is here. Science is here for a reason because it works. We don't have polio. We don't have measles, mumps, and rubella. We don't have malaria. Why? Because of science. Yes, I don't believe people should be on tons of medications, but that people should also do preventative as well. So I feel extremely sad for the small businesses because I know they are suffering. And for all the businesses, for the nail shops, for the gyms, and I went back to a gym. Um, I went back to a small business gym that has um, social distancing and has the ability to run uh, efficiently with, um, you know, indoor and outdoor. Do I feel like I'm going to get COVID by going to the gym? Possibly. Who knows? I might. Do I feel like I might get COVID at work? Possibly. Who knows? I might. Do I feel like I could get COVID from interacting with my immediate family who continues to work and, you know, is out in the community? Possibly. I could. But I know that I have to go to the gym. I have to work out and I have to release some of that energy to help me cope with everyday obstacles. So it's something that I know I have to do to maintain my health. So with this pandemic, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, I can tell you, I see people getting tested for COVID and they come back positive. And I can also tell you that I see people getting tested for COVID and they come back negative. Do I think that... COVID is just this huge conspiracy. No, I don't. COVID is real. People are getting sick. Bottom line. We can't change that. We can hope that the numbers decrease, but we also have to do our part. We have to say, is me going to a party with a whole bunch of people, like 20, 30 people, or going to a bar that probably shouldn't necessarily be open, is that the right thing for me to do? No, not necessarily. Because you might have somebody who is at risk in your household. And also, the prevention of spreading the disease is not going to stop. This virus is way more serious than the flu. So stop comparing it to the flu. 40-year-olds 
no matter what predispositions they have, can usually fight the flu. They usually are healthy enough. But people are getting really sick with COVID. And I think we need to do our part. So for the most part, I feel like I am social distancing enough where I feel that Yes, I still support small businesses. I still try to go into little local boutiques and um, purchase items from them. I still try to um, support other businesses that I can, like restaurants that are in my area, get to go. I still try to support the local gyms. I still go to the gym and do the outside classes slash indoor-ish classes. (laughs) I still try to do my part to help the community. And I still continue to social distance. I'm not hanging out with my friends. Have I seen some of my friends? I have seen maybe like one friend outside of work who I met at a park and, you know, we talked to and most of the time we wore a mask. And then my friends from work, I I try to socialize with them either if I'm at the gym or maybe we might get like a thing of coffee. But I'm not at people's houses. I'm not at parties. I'm not um, doing a huge Thanksgiving because I don't want to be a spreader. And I don't want to take the chances of getting sick. So I feel that if we are responsible, we can help the numbers go down and we can also continue to support small businesses in our area. But the COVID numbers aren't going to decrease until people get vaccinated. And it's not going to decrease until people start to actually social distance. And it's not going to decrease until people are actually doing their part. So we're going to continue to have these big spikes. And that's just how it's going to be. And of course now, you know, they're saying the the pandemic, you know, the twindemic, the influenza and uh, COVID mixed together. I personally have not had a patient who's had both. I know they say there have been patients that have had both. I personally have not. So um, we will see. You know, I could only imagine how horrible that would be to have influenza and COVID. Um, But I just think that medical health workers and medical health providers and people who work in the profession that is scientifically based by evidence-based practice and medical research should do their do their part on spreading knowledge and not disinformation to the population and the community who don't necessarily understand if um, you are a medical provider and a healthcare worker, and you're out there spreading disinformation, unlogical, and just complete nuisance to the community. You're not helping the cause. You're continuing to spread disbelief 
and basically continue to increase more tension, more, um, just more lack of trust that I think people have already in medical providers. I think that people think that, you know, possibly, you know, they've had bad experience with medical providers, but most medical providers are trying to give them the best care that they can possibly give them. And people continue to create this tension that we're like out to get them or something. If you don't agree with it for whatever reason, you should probably wonder and question maybe you should go into a different avenue maybe you should go into instead of practicing modern medicine maybe you should just go into holistic medicine or maybe you should just go into something completely different because medical stuff is based off of science and when science is science science is science it's fact-based so you guys come on let's let's change it let's change the notion that medical providers and the healthcare industry is just out to make money off of people because that's not necessarily true we're out there to help people with learning with gaining knowledge with practicing science based evidence we're not out here to manipulate the nation. So that's very sad that um, medical healthcare workers are doing that, um, especially on social media like Instagram and YouTube. Like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> so <laughs> on that note, of give me a fucking break. I'm kind of over you guys. Um, it's Sagittarius season, and what can I tell you about the Sag season? The Sag season, believe it or not, is going to be a boost that we need of positivity. And it's going to be the time that we kind of create our own outlook of 2021, even though 2020 has definitely been a challenging year to say the least, I think we have learned a lot from 2020. We have learned that we are a lot more, I guess you could say, we are a lot more resilient than we thought we were. I know many people are still continuing to struggle and the struggling and the obstacles are going to continue to be here for a while. The residue of this pandemic is going to continue to linger. It's not going to go away in 2021, but it is going to be a better year for most of us. Even though we made it through 2020, we still have to take in everything that we learned from this year. And we have to really evaluate it and see how it has helped us and see where it has let us down. So for Sagittarius season, it is a huge pick-me-up 
And Sagittarius season is an intense season. It's from November 22nd to December 21st. So you have the holidays mixed in. You have the shifts of the sun and the planet. And you just kind of have a intense moment of time. But we need to take that energy and boost it into positivity. And see that our slumped mood that we've been lingering in is going to some way come to an end and get more rejoice. So we might think that, you know, with this new, um, especially if we're in California, with this new increase of cases and this new increase of um, COVID cases and, you know, social distancing that the state has put on with us being in the purple zone, that this is a horrible thing. And it is in some ways very bad for the small businesses and the small business owners because they have more obstacles. But we also have to remember we made it through a full shutdown. So if you are a business owner and you've already made it through March in April, you aren't shut down. Yes, there are more obstacles, but you've already achieved so many. You still had customers who were just as loyal, who continued to use your services and will continue to do the same. So you need to manifest that energy, that energy of achievement that you have already achieved the worst. Because in March and April, we didn't know. People aren't necessarily um, in the dark as they were into those months. You have to feel and see that the medical providers at that time did not know what was working. We have gained more knowledge where we are able to treat COVID patients more effectively than before. So in some ways, you have to see this obstacle as what it is. You've already made it through the worst. The worst was in March and April of the unknowing. But now we, as medical providers and the community, know Yes, we're trying to decrease the numbers, and yes, we're trying to stop it as much as we can from rising and people getting sick and dying, but this halt shouldn't affect you to the point as it did in March and April. As a business owner, you can overcome this. So during the Sagittarius season, it is the ninth house of the Zodiac, and it's all about freedom, and it's all about optimistic views. So we really need to channel into those views, and we need to establish that we can get through this. And it will seem pretty intense because we have the holidays, which is very, very fortunate in some ways, even though some people are very struggling, but very struggling, very much so still. But for the businesses, you need to tap into that local 
shop small, and continue to bring revenue in. Because people are looking to give. We've had so much taken away from us. Not only are we looking to receive, but we are looking to give. So this year, tap into the giving of local, the giving to the families, the giving to the community. And do that by tapping into the people who respect your business, the people who see you have been doing your part, you are continuing to uphold your journey of a business owner, and they will continue to support you even during this horrible time of being in this purple zone where it's limited as before, but it still is not as limited as it once was. So we still have to be um, hopeful for the year ahead and positive. If we continue to have a positive aspect during the Sagittarius season, it will bring prosperity into our next year. So remember, we have to manifest this and we have to encourage ourselves to carry this energy of positivity for us to have a better perspective and prosperity into our next year. So the signs that are going to kind of feel the vibe of Sagittarius season are definitely um, Leo and Aries. It's assumed to kind of affect them a little bit more. Maybe they're a little bit more um, just kind of nervous with the whole holiday season. Maybe they're more intense. One of the reasons why it's affecting them the most is because they're fire signs too. Um, So Sagittarius is definitely a fire sign and so is the Aries and Leos. So they are set to feel the changes the most and they are set to feel kind of like the most um, intensity of this season. So just release that energy as much as you can and take it in as much as you can for what it's worth and continue to have a positive outlook even when it's hard to be optimistic this is the season to be very optimistic let your energy of spontaneousness positivity and creativeness loose let it out So I think that Sagittarius season is definitely going to be a season for many of us. Um, A lot of us are going to feel intense about it, but definitely we need to see the positivity of this season and bring prosperity for us for the next year. So definitely tap into that. Give yourself the optimism that you need. If you are a small business owner, you have already accomplished the worst of the worst. 
We have to also see this as a knowledge-based medical kind of practice when we are thinking of this um, time of the influenza season. So the influenza season is basically uh, longer than Sagittarius season, but it's obviously from the cold months. Like um, it starts in October and we stop testing for influenza in March. So as before, people are, you know, kind of not social distancing and um, doing more stuff with their families and maybe the decrease in, um, you know, hand sanitizing and washing your hands has gone down. But you have to remember that this is just going to be a moment where the case numbers rise and then they will decrease again, hopefully. Especially if we continue to practice social distancing, washing our hands, um, being mindful of our traits that we had in April and March. And if you are a business owner, definitely uh, implement that into your business and your facilities and um, continue to use the social distancing and hopefully um, we will get through this. <laughs> so I just wanted to give you guys a little COVID update and also a little, and I'll be honest about the uh, the influenza vaccine. I got my influenza vaccine already. Uh, I also made a, um, what can you say? I made a vow to myself to not get COVID this year. I'm not saying I'm never going to get COVID, but I, I have a feeling I'm not going to get COVID this year. I'm going to do my best to social distance Even though I'm working in the emergency room with COVID patients, I am going to wash my hands. I am going to wear my PPE. And I am going to tell myself I am not getting COVID. I am not bringing home COVID to my family. And I am not going to get sick. I'm going to take my vitamins. I've usually been taking a vitamin D. Um immunity vitamins and my multivitamins and stuff like that. And I have told myself I am not going to get sick this year. And hopefully in 2021, um, I believe they will have a vaccine for COVID. Um, do I feel that the vaccine will be safe? I honestly think if it is FDA approved and um, I know two doctors who've already are part of the trial and they haven't turned into like anything weird. (laughs) They haven't gotten sick. They haven't fucking developed two heads. Um, so I think it will be safe. And the thing is, if you talk to doctors from cities, doctors from, um, you know, like emergency rooms, ICU, they're going to back science. They're not going to back some fucking hukumania bullshit they see off of YouTube. The majority of physicians are going to back science. And science is saying that these vaccines are probably going to be safe and like 90% effective. 
I mean, that's better than the flu vaccine. (laughs) So I feel like once the majority of the population starts to get vaccinated, the COVID numbers will decrease and we will get through this like we have gotten through so much as a species. Let's not forget we have gotten through polio. We have gotten through malaria. We have gotten through a lot with science. And we will get through this. I mean, people need to appreciate science and what medical research is. Continuing to try to debunk it isn't going to help us as a nation or as a species. (laughs) Because... How do you think people are going to come up with a cure from cancer if they're not doing stem cell research? They're just going to freaking guess. For everything that we want solved or for everything that we want more knowledge of or cures of is going to come from science. It's not going to come from somebody picking out some fucking recipe out of a cookbook. It's going to come from practice and research and data. That's what science is. So, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> so we will get through this. Everybody have a optimistic Sagittarius season. I'm going to try to do another podcast on um, next Monday because I said every two weeks and this is going to be more of a topic than just a combo of astrology and freaking COVID (laughs) mixed together. Remember to follow me on Chakras Period Cuss Words on Instagram and Chakras Period Cuss Word on Facebook. Please send me suggestions. I'm not exactly sure what next week's topic, eh, topic is going to be. I would love to have um, some people through um, Uh, maybe some friends on here or somebody who has knowledge of uh, astrology or manifestation or spirituality on here. Um, I would love to have that. So thank you guys uh, for following me. Please reach out for collaborations. I am always so grateful to hear from you guys and have a great day.